As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Welcome to the Andy Staples Show here in Indianapolis. Back again. At the Combine, Nick Baumgartner (laughs) covers... All things Michigan. That's right. For the athletic, yeah. if it's and in Michigan, he covers it. Michigan and the draft. That's my well. That's I, my I, move. I, I, the Lions are in but Michigan. Yes, that's true. I the, do all of it. The yeah. Red Wings are in Michigan. All football in Michigan. I don't do hockey. I wish. Why I could. not? I don't know enough about it. I, I, I do you even know where to buy an youth? octopus? No. Yeah, I do. I was okay. a huge fan as a kid, and I played okay. a little bit. But I played more football and was better. Right. And it was just yeah. You know. So you never got. So I gave up on hockey so early. You and, yeah. yeah. I'm not. I'm not as. You can spell. I, you can spell Iserman. I can. I okay. love it. Like, if they're back in the playoffs, I'll be there with the squid, but I don't know anything that's going on. Yeah, Very right. nice. For sure. Well, so we got to talk about a bunch of things. We, we, yes. We're going to talk about the quarterbacks here in Indy Absolutely. because that's – Nick and I – like, I saw Nick yeah. Monday night at our athletic function, and we immediately got into an Anthony Richards con- that's right. conversation because – that's, How can you not? I, I, again, I feel like Mugatu from Zoolander. I'm taking crazy pills. But it's not just Richardson. It's, it's him and Levis. But, yes. Nick, the, before we get to those guys, mm-hmm. I want to talk to you about C.J. Stroud. Yeah, that's a good one. Because, good one to start on. because the last time we saw C.J. Stroud play was against Georgia in the Peach Bowl. Right. And he looked Amazing. amazing. He was he was all of the things that we said he couldn't or wasn't right. throughout exactly. college. Yeah. But with but all of the good, be. but yeah. with all of the good things, because here were, here were the things going in that we knew about CJ that were good going into that Peach Bowl, ruthlessly accurate, right? Pinpoint, yeah, like, almost to a level of yeah, yeah that's great, kind of sickening, yeah. great touch, <laughs> yeah. can throw guys open, right. all of that stuff. Yes. The question was in a dirty pocket, can he right. operate? Can he escape? Can he improvise? And he showed. Against the best team in the country. Yes. All of those things. Right. And it was maximum. It was what we always thought he could be. Yeah. And now you come here and you say, well, Bryce Young's not going to work work out. He's not going to throw. I don't know. He's going to talk and do the medicals and everything. But he's not going to do anything else. So that opens the stage in this very not separated pack of quarterbacks right. toward the top of the draft for someone like C.J. Stroud or maybe Levis. But I would assume my bet would be more on C.J. to take advantage of that opportunity and really explode because this is the competitive, you know, this is noticed when you don't work out here, it's noticed. And when you do come here under the stress, under the pressure, and like you're saying, if he goes out there and just rips it, yeah, it's going to help a ton for him more and, than we would have thought maybe. And the throwing 
So pro day throwing is very stage managed. You're, mm-hmm. you're throwing to the receivers that you know, that you trust yep. and are comfortable with. It's everything. Your, your yep. private QB coach scripts the entire yep. workout. To your strengths. Right. right. Yep. This one is you throw that route to him. Right now. Who you don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. And so I think that that plays to CJ's strengths. I agree. Yeah. I don't know that it necessarily plays to Richardson's strengths or Levis's strengths. Right. And and so CJ could really I think he could really separate. Yeah. I think that the other two guys could, depending especially on Levis's health, um, and we'll see where Richardson's at, but I mean those two guys could falter too, because this mm-hmm. is the ultimate you put them in the you just put them and stand them there and say nobody's coming at you, just make a throw. What do your feet look like? Yeah. How's the delivery? How in line, you know, how in tune are you now, with I, what we're doing? I will say you like know. Richardson and Levis are going to rip it. They will. Like those and deep balls a, are going to look amazing. Yeah, they will have <laughs> they will have highlights on all of the channels, but it's like but I do wonder all the little things that, you know, CJ's going to throw all the sideline stuff, yes. all the over it's going to be everything and I guess that's going to be when, when we heard that Bryce wasn't going to work out, it was yeah. like I immediately just went to man, this is a huge opportunity for Stroud because I mean, I think if we think about it, we didn't see everything from him in college, but he is the guy in this class that has everything. Really. Right, right. He you know, he can run the most of it. Doesn't really yeah. want to. <laughs> right. Not which, not his choice. Which I don't hate that. No. In the NFL, that's in the NFL you you're not it. going yeah. to make a living no. running the football. No. That's not uh, Josh Allen can do it and Lamar Jackson can do it and maybe Anthony Richardson right. depending on maybe. how things go yeah. can do it. But not many human beings no. are fast enough to be an adequate runner in the right. NFL and also be able to throw the ball. Right. I mean, and that's the difference. And it's like, do you care if he's not wanting to do it unless the situation, de- and the one thing would be is there's a lot of times where you see with CJ where the pocket is clean, nothing's there and he still doesn't want to go. Right. Like that can be something that I think he could work on, but the rest of it, no, I mean, yeah, I don't care that this he doesn't is, this, is, read. this is where we get, we get the occasional Ohio State fan is like, is Ryan Day just holding him back, man? I mean, I don't think he wanted to get him hurt. No. You know, and I think that like all of that stuff, but some of that's feel. Right. When to leave the pocket, when to take off, some of that's feel and some of that's just growth. And he's a young player. Yeah, so. and see, that's where, of all these people, Bryce Young, yeah. I like the best. And that's, because he's the best at it. I yeah. trust him when he is dancing around back there. Yeah. He looks like he's got a plan no matter what is happening. No matter what. Yeah. So, but we're he's not. the best at football, like you've said. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yes. But again, that doesn't, that doesn't, doesn't always translate here. <laughs> no, it does and not. <laughs> so, but you and I were talking about Anthony Richardson last night, and, and we talked about mm-hmm. it again today. And I am I am coming to grips with the fact that if he, as long as he throws well, like if he doesn't have a completely inaccurate day throwing against air, yes, he will solidify his place probably as a top fifteen pick. I think so. Which blows which my blows mind, mind still, <laughs> but I'm I'm coming to grips. And yep. look, I, I said this to Ari on the last show Mm -hmm. we're just as guilty like after the utah game we were handing him the heisman we were making him the number one overall pick he looked amazing we we, we, we called him next cam newton Mm -hmm. like this is also my fault i understand (laughs) that so but but it is it is amazing because he is going to need the right situation he's going to and and so you cover the lions the lions are in an interesting situation They draft seventh. Is that right? Sixth. Sixth. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they have Jared Goff under contract for one more year. Mm -hmm. Jared Goff is a good-ish. Late 20s. Capable-ish Who can get you to the playoffs and not screw you. Right. They should have made the playoffs last year. Yes, they should have. If if they had fit the run at all against Carolina, they make the playoffs. They make the playoffs, right. Yeah. So that is the interesting part to me. Because if he got in a situation like that, where there is a bridge player. Yes. 
then I'm more optimistic. I'm really optimistic. Then it's because it becomes this whole conversation about, and I'm not, I was talking to somebody else about this too with Jared, because you get the conversation like, well, maybe he'd be upset. Maybe he wouldn't like it. Dan Campbell Jared saved Goff his career. Understands. Dan Campbell yeah. and Brad Holmes, yeah. and, but both of them, they saved his career. And he was very clear at the end of last year, I just want to play for Dan. Yeah. I really don't. And so I do think you would be able to, if you involved Goff with like, you draft Richardson, you bring him in, you say, Jerry, we want you to help this kid and make yeah. him as you continue. And we'll see what happens because that's the NFL now. And I think you look across the league and you look at what the 49ers do. You look at what John Snyder's talking about. Yeah. Good teams do this. They yeah. Call, you, Geno you Smith good. could be the bridge guy. Yes. And the, in Seattle. It's a perfect situation if the quarterback that's there is willing to sort of like play ball to a degree. Yeah. And, you know, he's getting paid. So yeah. it's like you can't be too Well, bad, and, and you know? the thing is, Geno Smith has been through the professional exactly. ringer. Yeah. Jared Goff really has been too. Yeah. I mean, he was. Not a, as much as Geno, right. but yes. But Jared uh, yeah. Goff was a number one overall pick. Who was yeah. given up on. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who was left for, Very left for dead. Right. And so I. I think those people understand. I mean, Alex, that's actually what Alex Smith was. Right. Same exact thing. <laughs> and he was he and, served that role yeah. for Patrick Mahomes. Right. And and I think that it's right, it's hard to totally tell a guy like we want you to just do this and serve this role for this guy and go forward. But like I do and I don't know if it would last forever. I don't know if it would be something that would work forever and ever, but I think Goff two years ago he wouldn't have handled it. Yeah. Last year maybe not. I think he's grown up an awful, awful lot, and I think that the case can be made that that's just the NFL. There yeah. are there are elite tier, you know, when yep. Sando does those tiers, it's the elite, and then everything else is just talk yep. <laughs> because you're either elite yeah. or you're not, and it's everybody has and, to. Know and that. I kind of wonder if Levis needs that too. But right. you you brought up the interesting point about Levis that the foot injury, mm. and we've talked about this with Dane on prospects to pros. Like the foot yep. injury was worse than anybody knew. Everyone knew, yep. and there is a there is the fact that he played in Liam Cohen's offense. In, yes, as a, yes. In, in 2021, as a younger player, where Liam Cohen was the was the OC at the Rams, not the OC at the Rams anymore. He's going no, back to Kentucky, back at Kentucky. But yes, to save the day. But <laughs> Will Levis has run what is it now a popular family of offenses he in really the NFL, has. probably the most popular family the of most offense, popular family. Because this is yep. the same. This is the Shanahan tree, yep. McVay. The, it's all kind McDaniel of Daniel now. Yes, yeah, one in the same. Taking so, over. Yeah. So. He has that going for him, which I think is a path to playing earlier. I do too. And I think it's, he has the physical tools to hold up in that offense. He has the physical tool. And yes, like you said, I mean, if you understand what we're doing and the concept, the concepts aren't really changing, there's going to be language, whatever, but you know what we're trying to get done and you know what we're doing. I do think that helps him an awful lot. He's already played with and under and had his best year yeah. with a pro coach who is good at that. And obviously he's back in Kentucky now, but like a guy who's proven he can do some things. So, I think that's part of what people lose on Levis. And I think that they also lose all the things he can do with the ball. Well, everybody <laughs> brings Josh Allen up. But, and, yeah, that's, and that's and where with Richardson and Levis, you get yes. the most because Josh Allen did it. Well, maybe they could do it. But Josh Allen's one of the few. Yes. I will say that Josh Allen played in an offense at Wyoming right. that is very NFL-esque. Yep. And they more than people thought on purpose. Mm -hmm. It was the same one Carson Wentz played at in, yes. in at North Dakota State. Craig Bull was the head coach mm -hmm. in both cases, and they he knew how to how to set protections. He knew how to do all of the things that they would ask you to do. Right. He could rattle off the play names. People don't understand how 
it's much of a man. curve that is. If you know, if you're not lost, if you're not drowning on day one, yeah, because you're going to be up to your eyes and you're going to be, it's going to be bad. But if you're not drowning on day one, those are the guys that we see when we go out there and you watch the first day of camp. The rookies that are moving at the speed that you're used to seeing them moving at, they're the ones who are, they're used to it. They right. know what's going on. They're not lost. And for a quarterback to play, yes, to play in sets, why Bama's guys sometimes, it's like any system, Michigan is going to maybe yep. someday have yep. some of this. If, if you have pro coaches that have had success and they know how to, this is what you are going to need to do baseline. Well, and, 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 and it's, that's it's a big funny, thing. we went back to the interview we did with Brock Purdy yeah. before the draft last year. And one of the questions I asked him, because he'd mentioned that Tom Manning, who was his right. OC yep. the last three years at Iowa State, was with Sirianni with the Colts. Mm-hmm. And he was he just brought Sirianni's offense. Yeah. And so I asked Brock to rattle off a play. <laughs> right. And so he does. And I'm like, holy, Perfect. that's a lot of words. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you see. And, and How it works. Tons of pre-snap yeah. motion. It wasn't the Shanahan offense. But it, it was something yes. somewhat similar. It's complicated. Yeah. And it's and Shanahan talked about that. He was like, this guy's got that. Uh, he asked the right questions. He yeah. knows what we're doing. And I think that's the thing that all GMs are looking for in quarterbacks everywhere across the board. Do you know what we're doing? Yeah. Do you know what we're trying to accomplish on every single snap? And really, do you know what we're trying to accomplish with our game plan? Do you know yeah. what we're trying to do throughout the course of a game? And yes, I think that that gets lost a ton on guys who play for coaches in school that these people know. That's why Iowa guys, it's not quarterback, but Iowa has yeah, defensive players. Year, absolutely. Right, because they all know Kirk and like they trust him. And yeah. that's, that's a huge part of it. We'll be right back after this message from one of our lovely sponsors. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily with 24 seven us based live customer service from discover. Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep. You heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy-on, easy-off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. Let's transition to yes. the Big Ten because yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I, I feel like we've we've talked about Michigan's offseason, but in a in the NCAA stuff, the Harbaugh flirting mm-hmm. with the NFL stuff. Forget all that. Pretty good. Team. This is the two time defending Big Ten champs. <laughs> yeah. They've got the best quarterback. They do. JJ McCarthy is the best Michigan quarterback since since uh, Chad Henning. Wow. I actually because I wrote that. Okay. I wrote <laughs> I said that off the top of my head because yeah. I wrote it. But that's true, right? Yes. He's the best one since Chad Henney, who just wrapped his amazing. Now, the career. Tennessee fans are going, oh, it's just because you didn't know what you, <laughs> you had know with Joe Milton. Milton. But, well, maybe fair well, enough, but yeah. that's really true. It's we're talking Lloyd Carr and Lloyd retired twenty years ago or whatever. So, it's two thousand seven yeah. was Lloyd's last season. Yep. That is I did not think about it but like that. But it's real. That's real. Because wow. Denard, Denard is like right. the weird kind of like unicorn. Yeah. It's probably Denard, but it's like you go back further and you're like, no, it's Chad Henney. No, I, I, think it's, I think it's JJ. And not just because no. of the pro style piece of it. Yes. Denard could do what, Kinnard, what Denard could do. Right. But Denard yeah. was not 
Rich Rod's best quarterback. No, was like no. Pat White at Michigan right. would have in that offense yeah. would have been, but that right. wasn't Denard. Right. So that is that's a really good point. Yeah. So that said, mm-hmm. Sharon Moore's still there. Yes, they, I love Sharon Moore. Plugged, I, think he's great. I, yeah. I think what they do in the transfer portal. Oh, is unbelievable. They're the best at it. Like right Ladarius now. Henderson. So I met Ladarius Henderson when he was a 17-year-old freshman at Arizona State. He's from Texas. He was a, a guy that that they had kind of unearthed mm-hmm. and had to play. He was playing left tackle. Yep. Who is uh, Bradley and I? Yes, the, the, Utah the Utah guy, edge yeah. rusher mm-hmm. who was like 23 years old yeah, that year. And a good like senior player. Yeah. Really good. Right, and yeah. just destroyed Ladarius Henderson because, come on, he's 17 <laughs> he's years like old. 17 year old but the guy held his own and, and has actually developed into a very yeah. good guard, which yes. is what he'll play in the NFL. Yep. And that Michigan went and got him. He's going to be a high-level pick here yes. next year. Yes. And, yeah, like you've talked to – I'm sure you've talked to Dane about him. Like, yeah. Dane is super high on yeah. him. And – well, I just remember seeing as a freshman how, yes. how bendy he was. Right, and, and they, yeah. got, they got Miles Hinton from yep. Stanford, uh, Chris Hinton's brother and old Chris Hinton's son. Same kind of thing. These yep. are like five-star athletes. And I think that Sharon Moore's presence and the ability, what they've done the last like three or four years, because they've had draft picks on the offensive line yes. for five, six years. And Jim tried to make that a big point of, if nothing else, we're fixing the line yeah. because that's what we got to do here. And keeping Sharon and I think promoting him and showing to all of these guys, because when they walk in, he's our best recruiter. Yeah. More. So when they walk into a room on these transfer portal visits with a guy who's going to be an All-American, it's it's over. Well, and, like, and, I don't know where else you're going. Yeah. And you know? Sharon's going to be a head coach. Very soon. Sooner yeah. rather than later. Right. So enjoy Maybe in Michigan. Now. Maybe it may, right, right, right. <laughs> like we, we, I, I think I, it's time to start talking I about that. I promised I wasn't going to get into the Harbaugh but NFL right, stuff. Yeah, we don't need to go, because he's, well, Jim's getting old. He can't do it forever. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, you never know. He, uh, he, Oklahoma he, people might want He's clearing trees out of the road right now. So, <laughs> yes. I mean, <laughs> but, but they are, they are in a very good situation yeah, right now. And, and it's strange to see where they are in the rivalry with Ohio State. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because now I do think, going back to what we were talking about with CJ Stroud mm-hmm. and the Peach Bowl, I think Ryan Day helped himself a lot, even though they yes. didn't win that game. Oh yeah, by showing they could go toe to toe with Georgia. Yep. Because that that says okay, it's not a toughness problem. Mm-mm. Like the, the, they lost to Michigan two years in a row. Right. Yes. Perhaps they don't match up as well as they should. I think that's. More but they of, can work on yeah, that. Yeah. I think that's more in line what it. But if you but if you look at that game against Georgia and you say, well, Georgia's a better team than Michigan, mm-hmm. and if Ohio State had called that game against Michigan, they win the game. I think that's probably how it would have gone. But now maybe maybe they learned that, um, maybe they didn't. It's right? it's it's so. very interesting because we have a, a commenter when we do our YouTube shows live. Yeah. Ono two two four, who had the greatest. <laughs> this is still the single greatest comment oh, we've no, ever had on the show. He said he said Michigan or Ohio State is built to hang fifty on Michigan State, and Michigan is built to beat Ohio State. That's pretty much true. Yes, that's one hundred percent true. That must be a Michigan fan. Oh no, the president. His name's Ono. Yes. So that must be Maybe it's the president. <laughs> but that, it might be the president, Andy. I mean, this is a popular program. But no, they're, they're different spellings. That, uh, Santa okay. Ono is, is, is O-N-O. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. Look, I mean, that's not wrong. And I think that that's what the, the stuff that gets lost on Jim Harbaugh because there's so much stuff every right. year that we talk about. And he's a weird guy and he's different and all that. He is, there are not 10 better people, I don't think, in football at identifying talent off the beaten path 
that's not necessarily right. they're going to be recruited, but it's th- he IDs guys that become five but they, stars. You know what I mean? And but they but they also still get five, and they stars. do sometimes. But it's not yeah. they don't over. That's why those recruiting rankings with Michigan they're such an outlier. I feel yeah. like because. You know, when Ari will talk about if you just chart it out year over year, yeah, I mean, you have to have a top level. Yeah. They've sort of been able to be the one that hasn't. They've also done the thing. But they haven't finished. They've done the thing that closes the gap with the five-star quarterback. Right. The the, Hit the quarterback right, the gap Mm. closes. But they've also. And guys want to play with him, too. Yeah. Yeah. And Donovan Edwards, five-star guy. Yeah, he's going to be better than Corum. every part the five-star in the Ohio State game. And and, But let's talk about Corum. Because, (laughs) listen, I. It's a choice to come back. It was a choice. It is certainly a choice because I, I don't know that any running back should mm-hmm. ever come back because of the way the position works, yep. because it's a car crash every play. Right. But he has a chance to be truly special. And that, mm-hmm. that backfield has a chance to, to be, be really incredibly good. special yep. next year. And I think that this is why NIL, I think, is obviously it's cool for a ton of reasons. But for his situation especially, coming off an injury – you don't quite know where you stack right. in this class. It's a super deep running back class in terms of depth. Yep. He's going to get, I think, I, I was told it's upwards of seven figures and beyond that. I That's think he great. Can make, I think he can make which, beyond Which also is, so, is a great recruiting tool huge. going forward. And Blake Corum is going to be a person at the University of Michigan that is remembered and celebrated. And no matter if it doesn't work out in the NFL for him, he will have connections and people, and not to say that other players don't, but when you go that extra mile for them, they pay you back. That's how Michigan's always done it. Absolutely. They take care of you and, and after this you're is, gone. This right? is the thing with Michigan, yeah. with Notre Dame. Notre Dame, same thing. With, Ohio State, too. Yeah, we talked you about know. it with Pete Sampson uh, when we were talking about Notre Dame a couple yeah. weeks ago. Okay, everybody's complaining that they're not upfront NIL crazy. They're not doing some of the things that, right. that like Tennessee's doing. But the thing is, if you blow up at Michigan, if you blow up at Notre Dame, it's not going to matter. You're yeah. going to get tons of money. <laughs> like, yeah. CJ Carr. Lloyd's grandson right. is going to Notre Dame. Yes. The amount of NIL money that he is looking at is they don't even know right. what that is. The family's we don't even if know. If you what become that is. a great quarterback at Notre Dame right. in this era, <laughs> it could good be Lord. It could yeah, yeah, it could be astronomical. And it's just like that's not why he's going there. But it's also like it's an addition too. And it's it, when you think it all the way out, what it could be, yeah. It's a different deal for it, sure. It, it's a but it's amazing how our discussion of Michigan has changed so much. Really is, two, yeah. And it really hinges on two games. <laughs> Those two, yeah. But that's what it always was, wasn't it? Yeah, it, to, it to was. To a degree. It always felt like that. You know, in all the years that I was covering them when they were 10-2 and two and they were knocking on the door and you knew they would go down there and get beat, it was just like you're just banging your head against the wall. And the point that our commenter made, oh, no, two, two, four is so perfect because they finally stopped. When Jim came to Michigan, it was, we are going to be Alabama 2.0. We're going to do what Saban's doing. Yeah. No, Urban was doing that. He figured that out probably a little too late. Mm-hmm. And then it became, we need to solve this. That's it. Everything else will take care of itself. And I think that's kind of what's happening. Well, and the thing is, if you're good enough to beat Ohio State, you're, you're going to, to you're going to win yeah. most right. of your other games anyway. Pretty much anything, you know, outside of Georgia. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Or if you choke against TCU. Exactly. But other than that, you know. <laughs> well, as, listen, that is a weird game. <laughs> and TCU is a scrappy team. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't want to, I hate that people take that away from them. No, TCU played um, a great game. Because they played an amazing day. game. Yeah. yeah. And, and they have guys too. They have guys that'll be here. So. Yeah. It's, it, it is amazing to me though, because this is as, as optimistic as I can remember being about Michigan. Yeah, and and I I thought they were good coming into last year, but yeah, that maybe I didn't think maybe they would do that though. Maybe it's talking to Dane so much, and he's so high on JJ. He likes JJ a lot, and and that's but just I, knowing they have that guy at quarterback now, and they have the line to protect him, and they've got really good receivers. 
and they've got guys, I think, finally that understand the mental what it takes to play for Jim Harbaugh. They've right. got Jim Harbaugh guys now, and I think you can tell. You can tell that. You know, if you watch, you, you remember the Stanford guys. Do you remember the guys that played for him in, in San Francisco that he loved? Frank Gore. Oh, yeah. The Harbaugh guys are guys that love football and will run through a wall, and that's their whole team now. It was not their whole team two years ago, three years ago, four years ago when he first got here. They were recruiting a different type of player, but he just went all in on, I want tough kids. It actually seems done. like, though, that, that came when the youth movement on the staff happened yes, as it, well. It, it, Sort of, you know, yeah, I think they brought back some former players. Mike Hart, mm-hmm. uh, Ronald Bellamy was huge in that. Courtney Morgan, who went on to Washington, was huge in that. Um, they got back to, like, you know, this is a tough place. Right. This place was built on tough people that came here to prove that they were tough. Like, yeah. that's what we want here. I, I and, heard Rand yeah. Carthon, who's the new GM yeah, of, the, yeah. of the Titans, talking about this today. He's like, he's like it's all pretty running this motion and stuff <laughs> in September <laughs> and October. But what happens in January? And, and I, yeah, I was yeah. thinking... That's what I was thinking, though, because I was talking to somebody earlier today about Lincoln Riley and USC moving to the Big Ten. Yeah. I'm like, when you got to play Luke Fickle's Wisconsin team <laughs> in November, what are you going to do? You like, got to be a certain kind of way. You like, might get beat 50 to nothing, and they might not throw a pass. Like, yeah. that might happen, right? Yeah. Like, so, yeah, you got to be a certain kind of way. It's a different league, and it's a tough league, and I think that. That's where you create a hardball all the way because he just yes. figured it out. It was we're going to be tougher. Well, that's why I can't else. wait to see Fickle at Wisconsin. Because I am very excited for he, that too. He yep. clearly looked into hire. that program yeah. because he wouldn't take the job unless they had said we are yeah. we are committed to competing with Michigan right. and, and spending the money that we have. Finally, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, they've not been keen on that. <laughs> right. Barry didn't like to write checks. No, well, we'll see now. But I love that hire. That's a great fit. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be it, it is gonna be good. We'll be right back after these words. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The other piece of this, mm-hmm. Mel Tucker in Michigan State. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we were celebrating Mel Tucker, his acumen in the transfer portal. Right. He gets the huge contract, which I don't know that there was anybody who was like, that's a great idea. No, but it was also like, what else are you going to do? LSU was sniffing around. Yeah, right. That was the money that, that, that they had to sort that, of. That, yeah. and, and that was the money they ended up giving Brian Kelly. Right. So exactly. It was, and, and, and you could say, well, he would, no. Right. It was real. Just, yeah. Very so, real. I don't fault them for giving him that deal, and I don't fault them for going all in on him. But he's now you have to produce. change. Yeah. He's going to have to change some things because I think that what he did so well at the beginning was come in with a blank slate, and he he was the first one to use the portal. He was the yes. first one in the country to really maximize it. Well, other people are doing it better now with more resources. You got to figure something else out. And I think that the thing that people Mel Tucker has worked for so many coaches mm-hmm. and so many places, and he's so well respected and thought of. And you can't find people who say bad things about him. I mean, you know Mel. Yeah. I think Mel will find another way. I think, I think he'll figure he, it out. Yeah, I think he'll figure it out. Now, I don't think it's going to be very fast. I no. think it might take a couple of years. But what he wants but to yes. do is build the way that Nick Saban or, mm. or well, I mean, here's the thing. He's worked for Tressel. He's mm-hmm. worked for Saban. He's worked for Kirby Smart. Right. All of these people built a program That's where right. they overwhelmed you with talent. Right. Yes, and I think he tried at the beginning, I think we can do that here, was sort of his mantra. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe not. I don't think you can do that there. I think you have to lean more into your developmental side, and I think that's what it's time you, for him to do. You kind of have to coach. Take, Mel can coach. You kind of have to take the Dabo Sweeney. My, and this is Ari yeah. and I argued about this because he said he said, "Well, you can't do that at Michigan State." I said, "Well, you can't. You can do it anywhere if you're the right it. person. Yeah, I think you can, but the, you can't do it immediately. Mm-mm. But it took Dabo forever. You could do the Dabo way, which is you out evaluate, but you also go all in on certain." Five-star yes. types, like the Christian Wilkins, like Deshaun Watson, those, those types of people. Yes. And and they, because of your personality and because they love you, may come to you. They may not. That's what he can do. I think that that's what he can do. I yeah. think he can still, because he still gets in the door yes. with guys that he probably shouldn't get in the door with. And they had a bad year. They need to be better, they need to be better on the field. But yes. I do think it's going to be a matter of, he's going to have to sort of like go back to the drawing board and find different yeah. ways to sort of Because it, it's not like, when when he went to Georgia from Alabama, mm-hmm. when Kirby got the Georgia got the job, job yeah. as the DC, right? Mark Richt had left behind a trove of talent <laughs> right. that was already a very good roster, <laughs> yeah. and they just maximized it. And they yeah topped it out. Mark D'Antonio did not leave. He did not a good roster, and that behind. is not something that people talk about or remember. It was not only did he not leave a good roster, he left. A, like a four-year cycle of bad. Yeah. It was bad. It was just they did not recruit well. They Basically, had bad... from 2016, so they, they, 2016, they changed the recruiting philosophy. And they, they went all in on, yeah. yeah, they tried to go get the big hitters. And it, and it was yeah. ugly. It was it, bad. And it, yeah, it rotted out completely. They were, you know, they've had their draft streak. I think that's going to be, Jaden Reed's here, he'll get drafted. But, like, there was a question a couple years ago where it's like, I don't see a draft pick on this team. Yeah. How did that happen? And that it's was Mark so D'Antonio. And it's yeah. like that. The way he left, people forget about that, kind of in the middle of the night, you know? Well, and, and, and somebody like, brought this up, situation. a Michigan State fan brought this up to me the other day, and I had, I had completely forgotten about this, even though it only happened a few years yeah, ago. Right. Remember, <laughs> right before his last season, when he just reassigned all the assistants? Yeah, like, to, to different jobs. Yeah. And he didn't fire it's like he spun a wheel. Like, like, what are we doing? Like, yeah, the, chore, <laughs> the chore chart changed from, like, different jobs. Yeah. And it's like, I don't understand what we're doing here. Yeah. And then he quits. And you're like, okay. So, it was a mess. It was really bad. Unlike Texas A&M, where I do think if they decide they're mad at Jimbo Fisher enough or they have another year like last year, that they'll mm-hmm. find the money. Yeah. That ain't happening in no. Michigan State. They don't know. No, that's not happening. And, and so much as there's Especially private since money. Sugar, that sugar is, Daddy just bought yeah, the Suns. Sugar Daddy he's, bought he's, the Suns. He, he's, he's got a Kevin Durant to pay now. I just, so. I think you're in the spot. You're stuck. You're not stuck with him. I don't like that word because like he's a good coach, but he's there. He's your yeah. guy. Make it work. And I think that you can find a way, especially once the Big Ten grows and yeah. changes and this sport changes i think that's when you just got to hang on when the sport starts uh-huh. to change and it becomes big 10 versus sec and that's all we're doing yeah i think mel tucker does really well i think he's, he's he's very well set up for that yeah. but i i, you I gotta agree get there first right <laughs> yeah, like, he had a lot more hole to dig out of he did. Yeah. than i think people realize so yeah i'm not gonna i'm not all out on mel tucker no, after no, last year not at all he's too good of a coach another year like that we uh, may yeah, have a problem but well yeah then you're talking like is the program and you know but no, I, he's too good of a coach. He's done too much good stuff elsewhere. You know I what that means? That. We could because I twenty twenty one. Yeah, Michigan State, Michigan, maybe the most fun football game of the year. It was amazing. It was like one of the best played games of the, that. So whole that, that's season. what I want to see. Yeah, Mel that's Tucker, what I get, wrote. That get day. back to that because I, I want to see that we game. We can again. have this. Yes. I wrote that after like uh, yes. I think it was after twenty twenty one the season because they were both so good. I'm like, yeah. we can have this every single year forever. 
these two guys can do it. Well, the big, I believe the Big it. Ten we'll can see. have this. Like I the, do too. I agree. The Big Ten can have that level of top heaviness, the same as the SEC, where yeah, like you could have Alabama and Georgia be good every year, so you could have Michigan and Ohio State be good every year, but then LSU is good most years, or Auburn cycles up and has a, right. or Tennessee or Florida. Same thing with Penn State, with Wisconsin, like with USC. Yes. That all can happen now. Yeah. I mean, Michigan I State. It changes everything. When the money rolls in and in some ways the competition shrinks because mm-hmm. it's going to, everything changes and it's going to be about what's, what's your coach. Yeah. And I think if you're Michigan State, you have to hang in there because that was a good hire and they missed on Fickle and it wasn't good. And it like to get him out of that, to get Mel Tucker out of that whole mess, mm-hmm. I thought that was good. Keep him, hold on, and you just got to row the boat with him a little bit. Not to steal PJ's Oh, no. Line PJ's there, like... You got to row the row the canoe. That's about, right. You know, whatever. Yeah, P- yeah, PJ's like, wait, you haven't talked about <laughs> We're me gonna yet. We're going to get sued. You're talking, the the big, <laughs> you're talking about the Big Ten, and you're not talking about me? And you're rowing the yeah. boat? Yeah. Unacceptable. Nick Baumgartner, thank you so Absolutely. much for joining us. Always a pleasure, Andy. 